Welcome to your upfront moment. We're building a confidence revolution. Hi friends, I'm Lauren Curry, the founder of Upfront. We're an organisation on a mission to change confidence for 1 million women and non-binary people by 2023. And we do this in three ways. We transform your relationship and habits around confidence, power and visibility through our six-week online course. Each cohort is called a bond. Bond is the collective noun for a group of women. And over a thousand women have graduated from a bond from over 20 different countries. We build community, real, genuine, human community, where women learn how to stand up for themselves and each other. We hold each other to account. We celebrate each other and learn together. Our community is Global Bond. We create content that will inspire, challenge and motivate you to be upfront. We are here to change confidence, not women. Upfront Moment is designed to kick your week off with confidence, self-compassion and agency. Last week, we spoke about being difficult, why it's necessary and a privilege. This week, I'm talking about my journey from side hustle to CEO. Six years and ten lessons. Today I'm going to tell you how I developed upfront from a side hustle to a full-time career and the 10 lessons I've learned over that journey that I think might help you on your own upfront journey. And it all began with a post-it note. So as many of you will know, my background is in service design, organisational design and leadership. And back in 2016, I was doing a lot of public speaking. I was spending a lot of time on panels and boardrooms. My name was on fancy lists. And I realised that very often I was usually the only woman in the room. Often I would speak at conferences and everybody around about me was a middle-aged, middle-class white man. And at that time, there was very little acknowledgement to how problematic that was. And one day at a conference in Bristol, I decided to put a post-it note on the women's toilets and on it, it said, do you want to be on stage? If not, why not? And if you do want to be on stage, why aren't you there? And that was the day that I can really specifically point to that upfront was born. The day the fire that cannot be extinguished was lit. So lots of people got in touch with me. They were telling me they didn't know where to start. They didn't know what to talk about. And I realised this is a very complex, intersectional, nuanced problem. But I could hear a really distinct pattern of people saying, standing up on a stage is really fucking scary and I'm not doing it. It's too scary because you don't ever get to practice. I go from not being on stage to suddenly I'm on stage and I have to be charismatic and charming and hold a crowd and it's no. 
So my hypothesis was, how can we speed up the journey that lots of you will have been on, the journey we go on to realise, actually, it's not that scary. It's not as hard as we imagine. So I decided to put a big red sofa on stage during my talk and I invited people with stage fright to sit on this sofa and acclimatise to what it feels like to be on the other side of the stage. And this was the very first iteration of upfront in the world. So my mum made special upfront cushion covers that we would post to all the different conferences who were having the couch at their event. And the feedback we got blew me away. So I could see that there was a gap for building something that was really accessible to women. Starting from a place of women do not need to fix themselves. Women are not flawed, but there is a flaw in the world. And that distinct difference felt like a very different narrative. And it's what led me to setting up workshops, really digging into the market around public speaking power and confidence and realizing there was a big opportunity to run workshops that started with this premise, that women are not flawed, the world is flawed. The problem is not that we lack confidence, the problem is that the world does not reward or celebrate our confidence. And then businesses got wind of what I was doing and they would email me and say, this person's changed. I can see such a big impact. Would you be able to run this session for my team? And I'd run these workshops and I'd come through the door like crying and grinning and so excited I couldn't sleep. And I'd say to Chris, I just want to do this all day, every day. I want this to be my business. I want this to be my life. And he would say, well, why don't you? And... I don't know why I didn't. It was, I guess that's why we're here today to kind of share that journey with you. And part of that was realizing I need to build something more than a workshop so I can reach more people. I need to build something online. I need to build something digital so that we can reach women in different parts of the world, women from different backgrounds, different circumstances, people who are not gonna rock up for a whole day workshop in the middle of central London. So I committed to building a course and I put a tweet out on my Twitter and it said, I'm going to build an online course in all things confidence. Fill out this form and tell me what you would like to get out of such a course. And over 400 people filled the form in in 48 hours. And now, of course, six years later, Upfront is a global community that you are all part of. Our Upfront team right now has 12 people in it. Bond 6 launches on June 6th, which is soon. Over 120 people have signed up. And we have this amazing new podcast, which I know we're all very excited about the theme tune in particular. So from the moment I sent that tweet to the moment of that first bond, that moment took me three years and it took a lot of prototyping, a lot of learning and a lot of getting to know myself better. And it's really interesting for me right now because upfront those kind of shiny credentials that I just shared with you, I can see people looking in from the outside thinking this is an overnight success. And it looks like an overnight success, but it actually took me six years to get here. So this time last year, I decided to go full time. And here are the 10 lessons that I have learned 
in that journey from side hustler to CEO. The first one, and this will be one that will be familiar to all of the designers listening, because I know there's lots of you, is to learn by doing. So I genuinely do credit so much of my process and my ability to keep going and keep iterating to my design skills. Because I went to art school, I studied product design engineering, I learned how to prototype, I learned how to think through making, how to think through creating, I learned a bias towards action. Try something new, learn from it, reflect on how we can make it better next time and repeat. And I really think that that cycle is what has made me be an entrepreneur that doesn't have the block of perfectionism in my way. I do have blocks in my way, but perfectionism is not one of them because perfectionism stops you and it stalls you. And what prototyping does is it stops you spending your time and energy on the wrong thing because you very quickly find out whether your idea is shit or not. So I prototype through the couch, then I prototype through the workshops, then I prototype those workshops for businesses. Then I asked my community, sent out a tweet, they filled in a form. All of this was co-creating with the community that I was building. Second lesson and it's connected to the first one in some ways, is to keep going. I cannot tell you how many times, so many times I was frustrated because I wanted Upfront to be this, what it is right now, then. I wanted all of this five years ago. And it was hard for me to be patient and to trust that it will get there. These things take time. Anything that is worth building, anything meaningful, takes time. And I'm still in this lesson now because now I want what Upfront will be in in five years from now. I want that now. So it's this like cycle of keeping going and also being as patient as I am ambitious. And if I look over those years, for some moments... Upfront was a really big present force in my life. It was very, took up a lot of my time and attention. Other times over those years, it was hardly there at all. And weeks and months would pass and not very much happened. So there were ebbs and flows depending on where I was at in my life, depending on where other things were at, but I kept going. The third one, and this I think is the big one, and really it's a whole other talk in itself, which I promise I will start, to think about how I can share this with you, but is to understand your fear. Understand what you're scared of. Now, to my own credit, I did do some of the uncomfortable work of asking myself, what are you scared of? Why are you not jumping into this? Why is it the thing on the side that you that you don't get to spend enough as much time with as you'd like? And the main thing I was scared of, I think, was building something that wasn't true to my values. I was scared that I would fall into this surface level, very white, London-centric, girl boss. I was so scared of that, which is ironic because I would never let that happen, of course, as you all know. But the fear there was really big. 
And I almost didn't trust myself to not let that happen. Which leads me to the fourth one, which is don't underestimate yourself. I underestimated myself drastically. I was saying to myself, I probably need to get a master's in the psychology of confidence before I can do this. And at the time, I wasn't trusting how good I am at this, how much this is my gift, my superpower, how it's been nearly 20 years of designing, building businesses and communities that all come together and intersect and make this beautiful thing we all know is up front. I underestimated myself. So make sure you're not doing that. Fifth lesson was to check your ego. Another big part of what held me back was my ego because I was thinking, but I'm an entrepreneur. I build big things. I want to make big money and have big impact. And I had this limiting belief that I'm not going to be able to do all that with a course. I don't want to be somebody that just runs an online course. What utter nonsense. Courses are brilliant. Courses change people's lives. Also, this is not just a course. So much more than a course. And how I've built it is scalable. Now we're all working together to support one million women. And imagine that it was my fragile ego that stopped me from seeing that amazing potential because I was so wrapped up in, but what does this say about me? That I couldn't see past that to see the power of what I had in front of me. The sixth lesson, believe your customers and the market. Now, those of you who follow me on Instagram, you'll know that I love to share the DMs and messages and tweets I get from people who'll tell me like, I've just done a job interview and I used all the stuff you've taught me and I smashed it and I got this or, you know, I've just had an amazing conversation with my daughter and I've taught her this thing that I learned in Upfront. I get messages like that every single day. I still do. And at first I was thinking, oh, this is amazing. It's so nice. But there was something about it that I didn't fully trust. And I remember thinking, How many of these messages do I need to get before I trust that this market is big enough and my product delivers the problem that I want to solve? All of the signals were there, loud and red and flashing in front of me. It was clear people and their employers were willing to pay for this product. The ROI was remarkably high. I knew we could get results, but there was a bit of me that didn't quite believe it. So believe your customers, believe the signals that the market is giving you. Seventh lesson, your energy is your most precious asset. Now you'll know me by now, I am naturally, I have a lot of energy. That's why I'm not allowed to even sniff a chocolate that has coffee in it. I am energetic, I'm extroverted. I'm lucky that a lot of what I do for my job gives me energy, being on camera, being on stage, delivering this session for you today. But over the years, I have had colleagues, business partners, co-founders that have drained my energy in a big way. And now I spend my days on upfront, all day, every day, on upfront. And my energy has never been higher. And I generally feel more positive and more optimistic. 
Now, do I have moments of being frustrated and crying and feeling angry? Like, sure, but they are few and far between. Because now I'm spending time with people who are really aligned with my mission and my values. And the difference is so stark to me when I compare this team and this work with other teams and missions that I've been involved in in the past. Number eight, you can create brilliant, positive impact in the world and build wealth at the same time. You do not need to choose between positive impact in the world and wealth. And I grew up and went through an education system that taught me I had to choose between the two, that I could not have both. And I'm here today to tell you, you can have both and that it is very intentional that women in particular are conditioned to think that if you do make a lot of money, then you need to give it all away. You need to give it to charity or put it back into your community. You can do both. You can generate wealth for yourself, your family, your community, and you can have a positive impact on thousands, millions of people in the world at the same time. The ninth lesson is you deserve really good things. Now, from the very beginning, as I said, I always loved all of the work that I did around Upfront, whether it was the couch, the workshops, the presentations, the people I'd meet, the impact it would have, the feeling in the room afterwards. But I had this really strong story in my head that I couldn't have that all the time. There's no way you could just always have that. It's too good. It's too great. It's too lovely. So I had made up a story in my head that to build meaningful, brilliant things had to feel hard and difficult. And now I know that that was a story that I made up. That this is my life. This is my business. This is our community. And it makes me feel really good. And I hope it makes you feel really good too. And I deserve this and you deserve this. Like this is... We're doing it right, that it feels good. And for a long time, I didn't quite get that. I almost had thought it was the other way around. And the last lesson, number 10, is that sometimes when you choose your gift, it feels easy. It feels joyful, uplifting, and energizing. And if it feels that way, it doesn't mean that you're missing a trick. In fact, it means you are doing really, really well, that you're making smart decisions. You're prioritizing the right things. You're surrounding yourself with the right people. Now, of course, there will always be stressful moments. There always are. But trust it when it feels easy and natural and good. Trust that feeling. Three hundred and sixty-five days later ish my days feel very feminist they feel high energy there's a lot of laughter good fun learning curves i'm really proud that i'm building a business that is forcing me to prioritize learning around intersectionality equity equality anti-racism i feel an intense sense of purpose and with this 
third lesson in mind, this third lesson around fear, I want to introduce you to your upfront challenge for this week. And your upfront challenge is to be honest about what you're scared of. What are you not doing because you're scared? Tell a friend, tell an upfront buddy group, admit it to yourself without judgment. What are you afraid of? And instead of saying, what's the worst that could happen? Ask yourself, what's the best thing that could happen? What would you do if you weren't afraid? How would your life be different? What would it look like? What would your first step be? What or who do you need to support you in being brave? And to quote the brilliant Carol Dweck, in a growth mindset, challenges are exciting rather than threatening. So rather than thinking, oh no, I'm going to reveal my weaknesses, you say, wow, here's a chance to grow. So be honest with yourself about what you're scared of. Thank you for listening, friend. Let me know how you go with your upfront challenge. And tag us at Upfront Global, tag me at Lauren Curry, and let me know what you took away from this moment. And of course, please let me know if there's any topic you'd like me to cover next. Don't forget to sign up to our weekly newsletter. Every Tuesday, we send over 4,000 people all over the world links, insight and inspiration that will leave you feeling ready to take action. I'm Angie and I'm joining Bond 6. Yes, I'm old, seasoned and mostly confident, but I want to hear from women different to me and I want to support their needs as well as my own. I also want to meet and talk to older women and build my silver tribe. So roll on the 6th of June. If you've enjoyed today's upfront moment, you are going to adore our six-week online course, Bond 6. By now, you've probably heard of the Bond. Bond is the collective noun for a group of women. And over a thousand women and non-binary people from over 50 countries, representing organisations such as Nike, Pleo and Spotify, have graduated from our six-week online course. Bond 6 starts on June 6th. Six weeks of online learning and community that will transform your relationship with your own confidence. The problem isn't that women aren't confident, but that confidence in women is not rewarded in the world. This is the problem that we exist to solve. The Upfront Bond course has been called the Couch to 5K for Confidence. I share practical and inspirational tools and insights to help you be more upfront in every single aspect of your life. Upfront has given me the confidence to try new things. In 2020, I left my corporate role and have since gained experience as COO of a startup charity and am now working in a NHS primary care role, leading a multi-site inner city GP surgery. Visit weareupfront.com to take a peep at the Bond 6 details and of course, sign up to our newsletter. Bye friends.